Greetings, and welcome to another episode of the Look, It's Rock and Roll podcast. I'm your host for today, Mark Anthony Kay, and today we're going to be taking a look at a record that just recently came out at Record Store Day, and this will be no surprise to people who know me from the Yes Music podcast and from the KISS FAQ podcast when I talk about this band very often when we talk about KISS. Uh, I'm not sure why, because they're not really related in any way, but I'm talking about Yes. And the album that came out is this live album called Yes Live uh, from the Knoxville Civic Auditorium, I believe it is. Uh, Nashville, yeah, Civic Auditorium, uh, November 15th, 1972. Uh, this is with the classic uh, Yes lineup with Anderson, Howe, Squire, Wakeman, White, as you can see there. Uh, it comes in this very nice trifold jacket. Not too much to look at in terms of like any kind of pictures or anything like that. They kept it pretty sparse. Uh, and when you take it, it's three vinyls, so it, it is a lengthy album. Thankfully, and you know I'm a big uh, speaker about this, it came in a nice poly-lined sleeve, all three records. And the records all look like this, so I'm just going to show you one of them. This is side A. Okay. There's side B. There you go. Um, yeah, so for me, this was a must-have for my collection. Um, it's this, this album, I think, sort of flew under the radar as far as Record Store Day releases go. Uh, but for us Yes fans, we were very excited when it was announced. And... Uh, for all you people out there who are maybe, you know, middle of the road Yes fans or maybe you're new to Yes and you're asking yourself, should I get this? You know, why would I, why should I get this? Let me, let me go through a few things to maybe make this a bit clearer for you. Okay. So 1972 is a very important year for Yes. Okay. 1972 is the year that they toured an album called, sorry, let me just put this down, an album called Close to the Edge. And that broke the band huge everywhere in America, Europe, everywhere. They were a gigantic band after that point, playing arenas, doing all kinds of things. And they were so popular, in fact, that they actually recorded a live album at that time. And that record is this one here, Yes Songs. <clears throat> now, I'm sure most Yes fans are very aware of this album. Um, and most people have it in their collections. Now, amongst Yes fans and amongst people who are, I guess, quote unquote, audiophiles, this record has always been sort of poo-pooed on because it doesn't sound very good. I mean, look, it's it's not like unlistenable. It, it is very listenable. But in the grand scheme of things, it's very un-hi-fi. Let's just put it that way. It's, uh, you know, a little thin, uh, some of the stuff sounds a bit distant on it. Uh, this here is the digitally remastered one by Joe Gast Gastrit at Ocean View. 
Uh, he did a digital remaster of this. It sounds better. Uh, I did have the original one of this on CD when it came out. Uh, it sounded fine too, but this has, this has a little bit more volume. It's a little bit more clear. The other one was, you know, a little bit more muddier. Uh, but in any case, getting back to why I'm talking about the vinyl that I just showed you a second ago, this one here. <clears throat> so this show is one of the shows that were used to make that album that I just showed you. Okay, now what Yes did was they compiled songs from various shows that they did on tour and made one album out of it. So maybe there was like two songs off of that show that I just showed you on that appeared on here. They would never use the whole complete show. Now, years later now, uh, a very important box set box set came out for us Yes fans who, who and we were all excited about it, especially me. And it was this box set right here called Progeny. Seven shows from 72. Now, basically what this is, is they recorded complete shows from the Close to the Edge tour. Seven of them, in fact, they're all listed back here. Okay, Maple Leaf Gardens, Toronto, Ottawa. Uh, I believe that, let me see what's that. Duke University, that's in North Carolina. Greensboro, North Carolina. The University of Georgia in Athens, Georgia. Uh, Knoxville Civic, Civic Coliseum, which is the same as that album I just showed you at the beginning, and the Nas Nassau Veterans Coliseum in New York City. So those are the seven shows that they recorded uh, during that tour. Of course, the tour was much longer than that, but they just recorded these seven shows and decided to put them all out on this fantastic CD box set. And like I said, one of the shows on there was this one here, which ironically looks exactly the same as this vinyl. That is the same exact album cover. Right, let me do it the right way here. Yeah, like this. Yeah, there you go. So it's the same album, has the same tracks, same thing on it, except it is now put onto vinyl. Does it sound better on vinyl? Uh, I think it sounds fantastic on vinyl. Uh, I, I'm one of these people who love CDs, so I'm not going to say it sounds better, but it definitely has a vinyl sound to it, you know, has a little bit, a little bit of warmth to it, you know, all the things, all the sort of harmonic anomalies that you would come to expect from having a vinyl record. So if you love vinyl records, then you'll love this, okay, on, on vinyl. Now this is the CD version of it. It's kind of similar. Just has everything written in there. Nothing too spectacular about it. There was nothing really else in there. Here's the disc. One of the discs for it. But one of the things that the CD came with that the vinyl did not come with is this fantastic booklet. Okay, now it goes into great detail in this booklet about the concert and there were a lot of technical problems on these shows, which makes all the sense in the world now why all of us Yes fans are saying, well, why does this sound so crappy, this album? Well, they, they talk about it in here. Now, I'm not going to go reading it all here because it'll take forever. But there are little points in here that are important to make note of. Like, uh, just really quickly, there's something about the bass guitar in here. Uh, yeah, it says that clearly there's one thing that needed to be done to these tracks was to improvements. It was the bass, the, for example, the bass recording. Uh, during the recording of the bass guitar, the microphones were sometimes placed improperly and there was no DI box used for the recordings. So there was no 
uh, direct signal user with only a mic. And if the microphone was misplaced, then that's what they ended up getting. So what they did to fix it is they grabbed an old bass amp from the 1970s, took the bass track, that's from the multi-track, ran it out into this old 1970s bass amplifier and ran it through that amp and remiked the speaker that was with that amplifier and basically re-recorded the sound of the of the bass guitar. And apparently that worked so well in re-thickening up the bass guitar that they did that to the kick drum because the kick drum was also kind of thin. They ran the kick drum sound through that bass amp and gave it some more oomph. Apparently there was little technical difficulties like this throughout the, all of the recordings. And there was also uh, some of the Dolby that they used to reduce tape, tape noise was misaligned. So they had to realign the Dolby, the Dolby units for it. So there was a lot of problems with it. So this here, and this box set represents a much better and much more sonically pleasing version of this album, basically. So if you're looking for maybe overkill, uh, seven great versions of that concert are on here. Uh, the, 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 the funniest one to, to listen to actually is, is Toronto because they had so much problems with Rick Wakeman's rig. Uh, because of the the wireless and the and the grounding issues that they had there, that you could actually hear during the broadcast or the or the concert, uh, college radio breaking through, and through his speakers like Rick Wakeman's monitors and stuff, it, it's hilarious. You could actually literally hear like this is CKLF ninety one point seven. You can literally hear it on the recording, <clears throat> so it is humorous for that sense. And John Anderson makes a comment about it during the concert, saying that Rick's gonna have a duet with the radio DJ. So this is historically, to me, extremely important. Now, I know I'm talking about this a lot more than I'm talking about this, but in the end, let's, let's, let's go back to this and focus on this. Should you buy this? Yes. <clears throat> I think that it's a fantastic show. Again, it's all corrected. Everything that was kind of, you know, not too good sonically about it, according to this book, it's all corrected and fixed. Everything on here is the same as that's on the CD. They use the same audio, same master. I, I think they might've did a few, you know, mastering tweaks for vinyl for this, but essentially it's the same fixed up audio that they used for the box set That's that appears on this show. So this Knoxville show is the same show on here on vinyl. So should you buy it? Absolutely, it's a great show. I love it. If you love Yes stuff, and this is a great period of their, of their uh, you know, their live performances. Um, I'll just read off the songs that they played on here. Like, this is just a incredible show. They open with the Firebird Suite, which is their usual uh, onstage music. <clears throat> then they did Siberian Katru, then I've Seen All Good People, Heart of the Sunrise, Mood for a Day, and Clap, which is Steve Howe's acoustic guitar solo section. Then they did And You and I. Then they do the complete Close to the Edge. Yep, all 20 minutes of it. Then they do excerpts from The Six Wives of King Henry VIII, which is Rick Wakeman's solo keyboard section, which is brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. And the last two songs are Roundabout, which is the last song of the set. And then they do the encore of Yours is No Disgrace, which is like a 16-minute version of that on here as well. So it's a great, great, great concert. And having it on vinyl sounds fantastic. Yeah, you might have to get up a couple of times because, for example, uh, side D is one song, which is just close to the edge. Side E, 
has two songs, excerpts of the Six Wives and Roundabout. And side F is one song, Yours No Disgrace. So you might have to do a bit of standing up and flipping it, but it's worth it. It sounds really, really, really good. Now I'm going to close off this video with one thing that I'm hoping for. So this was Record Store Day. It was a good idea for them to kind of release this and test the waters because I have a feeling that their next possible thing that they're going to do for the Yes catalog is maybe release the remaining ones of these on vinyl. Maybe for future Record Store Day. Maybe Black Friday they'll do maybe the Toronto or the Ottawa show. Uh, hopefully they'll get around to releasing all of them on vinyl. I would really, really love it and I would collect all of them. They are great, they sound great, and they are a historic document of Yes from the mid, or sorry, early 70s. So that's my take on this. Uh, again, I really think you should go out and grab it if you're a Yes fan and uh, you'll really enjoy it. So thank you for watching and I'll talk to you guys all soon. Bye for now. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode. Be sure to subscribe to us, like us, or even leave us a review. You can find us and join the conversation on Facebook. <laughs>